This is Growing Local, stories from ASAP about the local food community. I'm Jen Nathan-Orris. Two Lees stands in the middle of a rice field at Lees One Fortune Farm in Marion, North Carolina. He pulls on a glove, runs his hand up the stalk and over the tassel, and shakes individual grains of rice into a bucket. This allows us to uh, come in here and get some good fresh rice. Some of it's still got a little bit of green seeds, but it's the most nutritious at this point. Tu and his wife Chuli planted this field of rice in early spring. Now it's September, and after months of waiting, it's finally time to harvest. For the most part, it's a joyous time. They're eager to dry the rice and bring it to farmer's markets, as well as enjoy it with family and friends. But this time of year also brings back memories of their struggle to escape the jungles of Laos and find safety in the United States. The Lee family is part of the Hmong community in western North Carolina. For thousands of years, the Hmong people farmed the highlands of Laos in Southeast Asia. They had their own culture, oral history, and religion, and many families grew their own rice. In the late 1960s, when the Vietnam War spread into neighboring Laos, the United States recruited Hmong people to fight against the North Vietnamese. Many men left their villages to become soldiers, and over the course of the war, their land and livestock were destroyed. After Vietnam fell in 1975, they faced persecution from the new government, and 200,000 or so Hmong people fled Laos. Tu Le was seven years old when he escaped his home country and came to the United States. He harvests rice as he shares his family's story. I didn't know the politics of the war and whatever, but it didn't matter. My uncle and them had to hide me and change my name and put me with different group with my grandmother and had to, you know, we had to flee in the middle of the nights more than a, times that I can count just to, just to move to another spot where it's safe. Rice was just out of reach during this tumultuous time. We were on the loose for many years into the jungles of Laos. This rice we didn't have because my grandmother and I, crazy enough, actually tried to raise rice in four or five different locations that I can recall. Just enough for us to have, but each time before the rice is ready, we had to leave. Tu's wife, Chuli, has her own story. She remembers what it was like to seek safety with her parents. We live in the jungle for the majority of maybe 10 years, roaming the jungle, and then we finally got to the camp in Thailand in 83, and we came to America in 84. Two remembers the shock he felt arriving in the United States as a child. I was a little kid that didn't speak a word of English, and got here, didn't know anything about this culture. He wasn't alone. Western North Carolina is now one of the largest Hmong communities in the U.S. The climate and mountains are similar to Laos, and the pace of rural life and a return to agriculture appeals to many Hmong families. Although the landscape was similar, Tu wasn't prepared for the food he found here as a child. He arrived in early September, the time of year his family would be harvesting rice. But with no land to farm, Tu and his family were more interested in American foods. My aunt and uncle gave us some pennies, and every place I found a gunball machine, I went and got me some candy. <laughs> and uh, that, was a, that was a big surprise and change, but I couldn't find anybody to buy food from. Eventually, he found a supermarket with fresh produce, 
but it was very different from the vegetables he ate in Laos. There was a lot of grocery store, but none of the food was anything familiar. So my whole thing about taste change, I had to relearn uh, what I like and what I don't like. I remember celery. That was the first vegetable that my aunt cooked. And you know, it had the strongest smell to me at the time. I couldn't muster it. Now today I eat it, but <laughs> celery, can you imagine? It, people don't even think twice about it, but somebody that has never had it before. Now Tu and his wife Chuli sell Asian produce at farmer's markets, where they encourage customers to try food that they may have never had before. Tu says customers are eager to try things like water spinach, yam greens, and especially bitter melons. We have customers that come and buy, oh, maybe a dozen or two at a time from us now. And now they're coming back and bringing other friends along for the taste. <laughs> Learn more about Lee's One Fortune Farm and ASAP's local food guide, AppalachianGrown.org.